Well, welcome to another episode of the Brand Builder Show. Today, I'm joined by Isabella Hamilton. Isabella is the founder of Rank Bell. It's a company that helps Amazon sellers rank their products on Amazon. Now, if you've been watching the Amazon space at all recently, you'll know that there have been some significant changes when it comes to ranking, terms of service, so on and so forth. So I asked Isabella to come on to chat through these things, but really it turned into a conversation just about how you can actually build a real brand, about how you can navigate the changing waters with Amazon and build something that lasts, that actually serves the needs of your customers. Isabella is crazy passionate about this stuff, which totally comes across in the interview. I personally really enjoyed the conversation, seeing the passion, the energy she had. So uh, without further ado, let's get into this episode with Isabella. Awesome. Well, great to have you on the show today, Isabella. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Ben. It's such a pleasure being here with you. Oh, that's good to hear. Good to hear. I'm looking forward to our chat. It's quite a timely uh, thing where you're coming on and talking about ranking on Amazon. So much changing in the space right now. So really looking forward to our chat. Uh, before we dive into all of that, give us a bit of a, a background about you, what you do, where you've come from, your journey in e-commerce. Give us the, the lowdown. Oh my goodness. How many hours do we have, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> or or are you saying like tie my whole life story in like 30 seconds? Because I can try to do story. that. I'll give you 60 seconds. I'll give you 60. Oh, I'm generous. Yeah. Very generous. Thank you. I appreciate that. So for those that have never heard about me, my name is Isabella Hamilton. I was born in Romania, decided to leave that whole continent, move to America, create a new life. I don't know. I just landed into the entrepreneur life, sort of say. I've had many different uh, careers during my lifetime. Some of my cool ones were working at the U.S. Embassy overseas. Yes, I was in uh, Rwanda and Burma. I worked for the U.S. Embassy in both of those places. Um, I've done real estate. I've done many different things. Like at one point, I was selling like some workout programs. So I've always wanted to to do things for myself, and I've never um, really enjoyed working for somebody per se. Now, I would say that all the jobs that I've had, I've always wanted to be the best at them because I wanted my employer to be like, she's the best we've ever had because it was something that I could control, right? So whether whatever job I had, whether when I was a nanny or when I worked at the embassy or as a realtor, I've always wanted to be the best. And that kind of transpired later on in starting my own business, getting to really learn Amazon. And um, I really saw the potential because this is one of the biggest companies in the world right now. And um, it was when I started too. I started uh, my company Rank Bell about eight years ago. It's been a long time. Even saying it, it's like, oh my God, like where yeah, did the I, time go? I mean, if you think about yeah. it, even the past two years, we've been in COVID. Like this time, I, I feel yeah. like I shouldn't even be counting it, uh, but <laughs> you know, it passed. But it's been a really interesting journey when it comes to Amazon because it's so amazing for customers and yet so difficult for sellers. And it's it's just interesting seeing that mix of both because most of us are both, are both shoppers and, and sellers on Amazon. And it's like, why is one side so much better than the other? And I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it's a quest that I'm on to figuring it out. Maybe one day I will, probably not. But it's just been, it's been a really fun ride 
only because I got to meet so many people. Like me and you wouldn't have this conversation if we were not both in the Amazon space. I'm in California, you're in UK. Like how amazing it is that we are able to connect and have this community where we can share thoughts, we can share ideas, and um, you know sometimes issues <laughs> when it comes mm, to Amazon. It's true. It's true. I mean, I always say it's like a blessing and a curse selling on Amazon, you know, like the traffic, the volume, the potential is insane. But in order to get that, you have to put up with all of the uh, the crud that Amazon can throw your way at times. Exactly. But, you know, if we didn't have these curves, Ben, like, would we really enjoy it? You know, if we all had a <laughs> I don't smooth ride. Like no, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think we like to think that way. We like to think that if we it was just a smooth ride, we would just be chilling in Bali on our laptop. I don't know. I think we would be bored. I mean, yes. Could we do with some of these issues? Absolutely. But I feel like the, you know, the ups and downs is what really makes the road worthwhile. And also through mistakes and through struggles and challenges is where we grow. And my, my life is all about growth. I want to grow. I don't, if everything was just working out perfectly, uh, I wouldn't be able to be myself. I wouldn't be able to have gone to this point where I can think for myself or I can create ideas out of nothing. These, all these obstacles that we go through in our life teach us so much. And most people don't like that because they're uncomfortable. You know, who likes to be uncomfortable? You go outside in the cold right now in UK, you're like, oh, this is cold. I don't like it. It's uncomfortable. But yet, if you were to like do a run in the snow and you come back, you're like, oh my God, I feel like I could do anything in the world. So it's, it's about going from that comfortable to uncomfortable. And not many are willing to actually step into that. Yeah, and I think that's such a healthy mindset and something that uh, when people lament the thought of, oh, it was so much easier to sell on Amazon in 2015. And I always tell them, yeah, but you, you build a better business now because you're forced to produce a better product, serve customers better, do your marketing better. You become a better entrepreneur. You build a better, more sustainable business because of the challenges before you. So I think, yeah, you're 100% right. It's, yeah, it's you're not you're not just creating a store anymore. And, you know, you're right. When I when I started this, um, most sellers, and I, I used to help them with that, they would just take a picture with their phone of their product, list it on Amazon, and sales would come in. But then you had all these challenges, and they're like, oh, my God, we don't know what to do. Because, it, yes, it was easy, but yet you weren't really building a brand. And a lot of those sellers that I worked with at that time, uh, they don't even sell on Amazon anymore because it was so easy that the first challenge that showed up, they're like, we don't know what to do with this. And of course, now, you know, 2021 going on 2022, um, we have a lot more resources. We have a lot more tools at our disposal. We have bigger communities. I remember when I started, like there were no other females that I could talk to. It was all, you know, guys that I would talk to in regards to Amazon. Of course, I'm sure there were women here and there just we didn't have this community where we could find each other uh and i was just telling you before we started the show i'm going on a trip with like 20 women that are all part of amazon next week i'm like this is great because now we can all nerd out together whereas before like i would tell my friends or my family i'm doing amazon they're like what the hell are you doing on the on the computer all day like they wouldn't get it and it's like trying to explain to somebody a whole new way of thinking of of a business idea so now you're creating brands before you were just creating a store and you know pray that it will work yeah totally so eight years you've been there i didn't realize it was that long eight years is a long time in the amazon space it is i know yeah it's time I've to retire it's time to retire ben. <laughs> 
No, no, you've seen a lot of changes. Uh, I know, do. I've seen a lot of changes. I've seen a lot of people come and go. Um, I'm still here. And, uh, you know, there's definitely many reasons why I am still here, especially when it comes to Amazon. I've been, you can't really pinpoint anything with Amazon. Let's start with that. However, just like with the stock market, just like with crypto we see now, there's there's definitely waves that come and go. And if you're able to try to picture what it would look like in the future in a year or two, you can kind of guess uh, the direction, at least in some small ways where this is going. Um, I think I've, uh, I think I've lost your video, right? But you can still hear me. Yeah, so, you know, with Amazon, I think it's it's so cool that we're even having this interview now. It's uh, December 1st today. Uh, I know we're going to look back on this video one day and be like, I don't remember when we talked about this and this and this. So um, I'm, I'm glad we're here today to discuss. I know you are very curious about the uh, ranking. So I'll let you ask because if I keep talking, I'm telling you, we're going to be talking for hours. So feel free to stop me at any time. <laughs> no, 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 it's good. I like uh, I like good I think the best podcasts are when it feels like you're kind of just uh, eavesdropping on a conversation, you know, and I think the first, uh, the, the more I do these podcasts, the more I'm just like, you know what, I'm just going to have a conversation that I want to have with you because I'm an Amazon seller. I want to grow my business. And I think out of that conversation, hopefully there's somebody listening right now. If that is you, thank you for listening. Uh, that's listening. That's going to get something out of that because they would, you know, maybe ask those same questions too. So I hope so. And if not, I'm not at least the energy, because that's definitely something people talk about all the time. It's like your energy, but I'm just so passionate about this, you know, and it's, you have to have that little passion if you want to survive really in any business. So, you know, in the morning when you wake up, just kind of pump yourself up and, you know, do like the Wolf of Wall Street. Have you seen that movie? Where he just like, yet, no, his, oh my God, you, you have to watch that. Like he beats on his chest and he's like, let's go, let's go. I mean paraphrasing yeah, yeah. i'm that's probably not what he's saying but i have that image in my head like okay let's yeah. do this so <laughs> yeah no it's good it's good but I, yeah of course I, I do want to talk about ranking because it's like a it's a hot topic right now right it's uh kind of reverberating through amazon seller communities amazon a change in terms of service you are right on the cutting edge of ranking products on amazon so uh what, what do you make of all of this now, where do you want to start? I mean, do we, I don't know. Where do you want to start? I don't even know where to start because it's so much um, and yet so little. <laughs> so, okay. So terms of service have changed. What is your yes. opinion on, let's kind of start with the big things like uh, doing rebates, search, mm -hmm. find, buy, uh, are those things dead? So, you know, it's so interesting because obviously my whole business model um, has been around search, find, buy. It's been great. It's been great for the fact that you're able to see changes really quickly. You're able to um, help these shoppers one find your product and the sellers in return get that benefit from the traffic, the organic traffic that's coming to their listing. So for me, it's kind of hard to put my mind around why Amazon would change that and really make it, you know, into their their against TOS terms because search find buy is how we are all searching for a product mm, yeah, yeah. so it's like where yeah. do you cross the line is it can the shoppers still search for your product and if so how would they do it if they are not using a specific keyword you know i have a five-year-old every time i buy things for him i have to type in exactly the words that i want now of course you know amazon is thinking well you cannot tell people 
how to search for your product. But yet again, you see, it's still very confusing to me. I mean, they say it's, uh, you know, we shouldn't do it anymore. And I get it. And I'm respecting that. And that is why we're changing our business completely. Because, you know, we are in Amazon's home um, and I respect them and, you know, they have helped me grow my business over the past eight years. So I will always respect the rules and follow them. But yet on the other side, I don't really understand why this is happening now and what kind of benefit it has for Amazon. Because everything that we do, you know, whether it's PPC, um, whether it's bringing organic traffic in, it's all to increase sales for sellers. And once the, the sales increase for sellers, Amazon is obviously making more money. So it seems like, you know, Amazon wants to attract all these sellers and they want all these sellers to make money, yet they're making it so difficult for us to make money. My personal opinion, I don't think they should have done that. But if you look at it, it's just like an, one excerpt. Like, we're not really, you know, they can come up with something else tomorrow. Uh, but again, as far as Rangbell and what we're doing, we're completely switching it to um, actually to a customer journey uh, service where, and by the way, nobody's doing this. Nobody's doing this in the Amazon space. So um, just like when I started eight years ago, nobody really was doing the search find buy. And I was put in the position of creating this whole new division of an Amazon service. And now I'm put in the same position again where I have to reinvent the wheel, which is something that I love doing because I am the creative. I'm the visionary of my company. And for me, it's exciting. But I know there are other companies out there that, you know, may may have the same kind of model, you know, they may have to close shop and not know what they're going next, or they'll listen to this and kind of follow my, my steps, which has been done many times before. But like I said, everybody has to eat and it's okay because um, there's a lot of um, a lot of wealth out there. So when it comes to Rangball, um, this customer journey, it's going to be really, really specific onto each seller's product. So let's say you are going to be selling uh, wine glasses on Amazon and we will use our pool of influencers, of shoppers, to go to your specific product and actually give us feedback from the moment they get to your listing. What do they like in the listing? What words stuck out from that? What is making them actually buy your product and not your competitors? Then look at the images. What what is that attracts them to the specific image, to the videos? What do they do next? Do they look at reviews? Do they look at the listing? Because then we can only speculate because Amazon has, has put such a divide between shoppers and sellers that we don't really know what shoppers actually want. You know, the only time we know how they feel about our product is when we get a one star. Legit, <laughs> when we get a one star. And even then, it's, it's not a very constructive feedback. It's just like, your product sucks and I hope you die or something. You know what I mean? Like, you see like the worst, the worst one star reviews ever on the planet, right? So what are you going to do with that? Like, okay, my product sucks. There's, it's not really constructive. Because the, the buyers get to a point where it's like, if they didn't like your product or if it's somebody that's just trying to like ruin your progress, 
They're not going to tell you what's wrong with your product for you to take that and create a better product. But what if there was a way where we could stop that from even happening? If there was a way to actually hear the voice of the shoppers to tell you exactly how do they like those wine glasses? Because again, as you know, Amazon providers, Amazon um, service businesses or shop or sellers, we think we know. We think we know whether we heard it on a podcast or we saw it on a course or something to that effect. But we don't actually know what the shoppers think of that wine glass or why do they even purchase this? Is there feeling behind it? Do they want it as a gift? Is this something that they want again? Because everybody can get an order once from a buyer. But if the product is not up to their standards, they're going to go next to your competitor. And we see that all the time. That's why we don't see most of these brands ever taking off because yeah, they'll get that order in, you know, through the means of PPC or, you know, through some other service or Google ads or whatever it is. But if your product is not improving, why would they come back? Why would I want to buy again from you? So right now with, with the way we're doing this customer journey is we're going to give the voice to the shopper to tell us exactly what they want, exactly why they came to your listing and not your competitor, why they would buy your product again, and what if they don't want to buy it? Why don't they want to buy it? What attracted them? What are they looking for in those reviews? What are they looking for in the listing? What is it that they want us to create? We're going to let the shopper create our product and perfect it to the point where Yes, it's worth coming back to. And a lot of things happened, Ben, when when we give the shopper their voice is one, they feel heard. They want to know that this product was really chosen and created by them. And now they have a reason to be your influencer. They have a reason to go tell their aunt at the Thanksgiving dinner. They have a reason to tell everybody, all their friends that, listen, you know, I bought this product. It was in this way. And you know, the seller heard me say that I would like to see maybe champagne glasses next because now you're giving them the voice. You're letting them create this brand for you. And never before have we ever had that. But if you think about it, if you look at all the outside companies, like, I don't know, you guys don't, don't I don't think you have Chick-fil-A in the uh, UK, but here no, in, I've had it. you had it, it's good. Yeah. And guess what? They pay, I think, and I don't want to like butcher the numbers, but I believe they're paying a company um, such as mine uh, upwards of like $50 million a month on this secret shopper or journey experience. And you would think, why would Chick-fil-A pay so much money when they're already perfect? Well, it's the process that keeps them perfect because every single month they have these customers go through that process of ordering their menu making sure that everything is on point. If there's something off track, they they are able to correct it right away. They don't wait until shoppers stop going there. They don't wait until all the customers move to McDonald's. And look at Chick-fil-A, it's not as old as McDonald's and yet they're crushing it, they're killing it. I, I buy it for my kid, I don't eat meat. Um, but I, my, my kid loves um, you know the chicken nuggets and every time I go, the service is just amazing. It's just amazing. Like as soon as I pull my car in, they are walking towards my car. They're asking me all these things. They want to make sure that the order is absolutely perfect. 
and I get to the window, they already know who I am. They already know the name. I don't, I, I don't even know how they do it. Maybe they're writing down the car and license plate number. I don't know. Whatever the reason is, they're keeping me coming back every time. So why not have a service like that for Amazon sellers? We're still selling products. And yet nobody has done this. And again, you know, Amazon has made it a little bit difficult and it, it's difficult finding, you know, a pool of thousands and thousands of, of shoppers like I have that I've, you know, been able to amass over the past eight years. But yet it's, it's, it's something that I think will be very beneficial. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, I think it's a real smart move because like you say, you've got access to a pool of a lot of buyers there. And the real play on Amazon now is, is, is building a brand, you know, it's uh, just to make that first sale. Anybody can do that on Amazon, but to then make more sales and to build a, a brand and, and build an audience who want to keep buying your products, that's where the real money is going to be made. And so I think um, leveraging the, the thoughts of, of buyers like that is, is going to be really key. And, you know, my personal opinion, all of this stuff that's going up and down with ranking is that the, what it's going to always come back to is, is good quality product. And that's exactly what you're talking about getting uh, buyers to help you shape, you know, the future of your products, how you market that products as well. And, and so I think, yeah, I think it's really smart. Thank you. I, I appreciate you validating that idea because I've been working on that for this past year. And, uh, you know, of course, when, when Amazon came with the new TOS change, we had to shift gears a little bit more rapidly, mm. yeah. but I'm glad it happened. I mean, look at all the money that's, that's, coming into our space, all the aggregators, billions and billions of dollars. Yeah. They want to buy brands, Ben. Yeah, they want to buy yeah, brands. Sure. They don't want to yeah. buy just another Me Too store. They don't want yeah. to just buy another wine glass store. Yeah. They want to buy the yeah. next Nike. They want to buy yeah. the next Estee Lauder. This is what they're looking for. And how are you able to build that if you're not willing to create yourself a brand? Like for those that are not willing to create a brand, I don't think they should be selling on Amazon. I think it's 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 as plain as that. Yeah, I think they the word I keep hearing them talk about and use all the time is is moat. You know, they want to moat around the product, whether that's a review moat or something around the product or the brand that separates it from just everyone else. You know, you use, use the phrase "me too." There, it's exactly that is separating it from being just another "me too" product that anybody could throw up on Amazon, and it actually has something about it that's got you know real intrinsic value in it. Right, and you know, for us with a with a customer journey, the sellers are going to get so much feedback one on one hand two of course um they're going to be able to take that information create their product better but we're adding another part to it that i don't think i talked about it before on other podcasts and i've been kind of hesitant because um you know the the whole service is not out yet but we will have um user generated content as well so think how did TikTok get so big? It's all about that raw content. And now we're adding that to this. So now we're giving the shoppers their voice. Now they're telling us how to create the product and we're getting this user-generated content from them, whether it's images or videos that now the, the seller can take back and put it on their social media posts, uh, their social media stores. They can use it to drive ads. There's a lot of good things happening that 
of course, overall, will also increase the ranking on Amazon. But now we're doing it in a TOS compliant way where, um, you know, we're, we're walking the buyers through this journey and we're offering uh, the sellers all this content that they, they can they can use on whatever channels they want. And I suggest sellers start if they don't have a social media account like do that immediately because before when shoppers would go to amazon and see let's say a brand they would quickly type it on you know on on their stores or on on google for them to find out about this brand that's that thing is happening now with social media let's say you have a brand on amazon now they'll go type it into instagram They'll type it into TikTok. They'll type it into Facebook to see what kind of coverage you have. Because why would they pick you over, you know, over another brand that has, you know, I don't know, 10,000 followers on Instagram. Like people want to use that influence. Like they want to talk about the things that other people are talking about. I mean, you know, you can read into psychology and find out the reasoning behind it. We're not going to get into it. But if they see their friend ordering from this brand that has, you know, all these followers and they're all tweeting about it and they're all, you know, Instagramming about it, they want to do it too. They want to be seen. They want to be inclusive. They want to be part of that society of that community. And I think that is why Rangball has been so successful is because we knew how much community is worth. We've always knew that people like to be together talking, conspiring about the same thing. You know, and if it's your wine glasses, create a community around wine. Why not? You know, I know it takes effort. I know it takes effort. I know it takes time. I know in some cases it takes money, but really if you think about it, if you have a a brand on Amazon and you don't have a social media page, like that's how is that even okay in this year? Like whether you hate Instagram or not. And a lot of people that are like, you know what? I really don't care about a social media. I have no social media accounts. I respect that. I love that for them. But what about your brands? Pay a VA. You know, we're so fortunate to, to have access to internet these days where you can, uh, you know, hire VAs from other countries, you know, even from my country, Romania. Or you can hire from Philippines for, you know, three, four dollars an hour and Pay somebody for 10 hours a week to all they do is they create a social media account for you. They take this user generated content that we're offering them at Rankwell and make make daily posts. And next thing you know, you go from like five followers to 100 and those 100 will talk about your product and they'll talk about it to their friends. And, you know, most people are like they want to go big or nothing at all. And I understand that feeling. I've you know, I, I, I do that a lot. But. Think about all these like micro influencers. Talk about Sally that has, you know, 800 followers, but you know, they're mostly her friends from college. Like they're really, and they're in her family. They're really valuable shoppers that they can buy your product. You know, stop thinking, well, how do I get the Kim Kardashians? You can for a million dollars or more, you know, but what about your friend from, you know, uh, the next town over or your cousin who has 500 followers why not engage all these people and have them like offer them your product have them test it for you and not not, not test it in a way that oh go and post a review on amazon like that doesn't work anymore like how about you test it and talk about it to your friends on your instagram story talk about my cool wine glasses that i just came up with that they have a feature that nobody has ever seen before 
And next thing you know, you're getting all these orders from all these random people that you didn't even know about. Yeah, so I'm just saying, like, it's it's very important to to have a social media account, whether you like having one or not. And do the same with Facebook. And do the same with Twitter. And again, you can, if you don't have the time, hire somebody. And it's so cheap. Yeah. And there's all these yeah. tools now um, that you can schedule posts. Like, people are forgetting about all these tools that we have in hand. We're so you know, focus on, oh my God, Amazon did this and Amazon said this and now I can't do this. Think outside the box. Like that is why we have a brain. Like let's, let's brainstorm, go into Amazon community on Facebook and see what other people are doing. Like feel free to reach out to me and I'll, I'll give you some tips. Like, you know, I don't mind coming on a podcast and talk about like what's moving and shaking, but yet I tend to talk about the same things over and over again because it's what works. It's what mm -hmm. I've seen work in the past eight years, and yet not many people are taking the opportunity to follow through. You know, mm -hmm. because they're most people they, they just want to consume, Ben. They just want to consume. Yeah. Like they'll listen to yeah, this yeah, podcast, yeah. they'll like, oh, that's yeah. a great idea. And then they'll go to the other podcast, and then they'll go to this podcast, and then they'll read this yeah. book, and then they'll they'll check that blog, and they never actually sit down to apply at least one of these things. It's, it's true. And I, I think, you know, there's so it's almost like two different opinions in the Amazon space. Like, no, you just sell products. And then there's people, no, build a brand. And uh, and it's almost like there's this uh, two different parties that kind of are at war about this issue. Whereas, you know, we just launched a new toy brand just a few months ago, seven or eight months ago. And it's amazing now because we set up defensive like PPC campaigns for our brand name. And it's amazing when I see the report, the amount of impressions that our brand name gets, even just, you know, less than a year into it, you know, 50, 100 searches a month for uh, a, a brand that people think well you know brand doesn't matter well if it didn't people wouldn't be searching for it you know and so i think these these issues really need to become uh, more important to amazon sellers if they're going to really take advantage of the biggest uh, you know opportunity in the next few years hey yeah and they're searching for your brand also because they know they order a product from you that they really liked your product yeah. was was yeah. very good but what if, you know, your product wasn't? They would never come back and search for it. And now you're able to add more products to that brand. And that is why now they're searching your brand. Now they're going to search it on Instagram. They're going to search it everywhere because they, they want to be included. They want to be inclusive of that community. That is why. Why do you think when Apple launches a, an iPhone, people camp out, camp out of freaking stores? <laughs> You know, I mean, I, I like iPhones, but I'm, I'm not going to camp out of the store. But there are a lot of people who are diehard fans. How do we create diehard fans for your brand? Let them tell you. Let them tell you how to create this. And when you have a social media account, then they'll be able to tell you there too. They'll be able to communicate with you. And be communicative with them. Like, don't be standoffish. Like, if you have a brand and somebody's commenting on your stuff, like, always respond. How do I improve this? I'm sorry you had this experience and actually care. Don't just say, oh, oh, I care only so you don't give me a one-star review. What can I do so you don't give me a one-star review? Like, look at what they said and instead of being personally offended, because this is another thing I see with Amazon sellers, they're offended. And you know why they're offended, Ben? Because they're like, is there life work? Oh, but I really like this jacket in like purple and green. Well, guess what? Not everybody likes that. And it's okay if they don't. Because we're all unique. You know, what you may like, a hundred people may not like, and it's completely okay. But don't get emotionally attached if somebody says they don't like that or, or they like that more. 
Because I see that a lot. Like, oh my God, they hate my product. Like, it was my invention. It was like my grandma's dream. And it's cool. I love that for you. But is it really what, what shoppers are looking for? And if not, be willing to let go. And be willing to let go of products that suck. Be willing to let go of keywords that suck. Be willing to let go of a PPC campaign that sucks. Like, it doesn't matter if you put in 20 grand on it or 50 or 100 because that's another thing people get attached to. They get attached to what they invested into that process, whether it's whatever it is. You know, they, they get emotionally invested, money invested. And they're like, well, everybody put in so much money. It's go I'm going to make it sure, make sure that it's going to work. Well, it doesn't always work out. And it's it's good to know when to let that go. Definitely. No, for sure. And these are all like such key uh, elements or sort of bigger picture building blocks, right? And I think it, probably a lot of people that come to you for, you know, your services with RankBell in the past may have just been like, rank my product on Amazon. But I think you bring a, a bigger, more holistic picture to it there. Um, like, What about new sellers, though? Like they maybe just just launching on Amazon, really want to get their product ranked. Do, like, how does this all factor in now? Like, What are some of the things that they can do to get some quick results now? Or do you think the era of quick results is gone? Are people going to have to be more patient now? I think patience is definitely a very important part of this process in preparation because I see a lot of them, you know, they still have this idea of, well, I saw this guy on YouTube and he said I could make 10,000 passive next month and I can go on vacation. I think, but I think people are starting to realize that that's not always the case. And I think they are becoming more patient, but yet they're not being prepared. So when I say being prepared, like look at an Amazon brand as something for the future. It's not just a, it's not just passive income. It's not a crypto bot that you'll make a hundred bucks today and that, you know, coin is going to disappear tomorrow. Like, really sit down and say, is this really what I want to get into? Do I have the time to invest into this, whether it's the next five years or two years, or is it something that I want to make quick money on? If it's quick money, I would recommend you do something else. Let's start with that. Yep, the other thing is, you know, be patient, um, and it can work out. But again, you have to make sure that you are creating that amazing product. Whether it's the Me Too product, I mean, yes, there is a lot of wine glasses, Again, look, what is that you can do to be different? Or is there something that you can add to it? Or is there something that you can invent that will that will be so much better? And if it's not, then you might need to choose another product. But again, if you did decide to pick wine glasses, what are some things you can do right now? Um, you know, really find out what, again, what the consumer wants in, in that specific product See what are some ways that you can create a community around it. And again, I know I say this all the time, but community is very important. So what I would do if I launch a wine glass right now, I would go to all the Facebook groups that drink wine, that are all about wine or, you know, wine sellers or, you know, we have Temacula here uh, close to San Diego. Find out groups that are talking about wine and then say, you know, ask them questions and you just say, hey, you know, what What do you want to see in this specific product? And by the way, I'm coming out with this line. Would any of you would like to try this product and just give me straight feedback? I'll send it to your house or you can order on Amazon. Let me know how you think. And again, create that. And, and by the way, I'm creating this Facebook group. Would you like to be part of it? 
So start with something like this. And I, again, I would start this even before launching the product. And this is key. So there are ways that you can really make a product be successful, but it's going to take some time. And you want to make sure that you have money to back this product, uh, this, this project up. Yeah. But this is the play though, right? You know, in 2021, going into 2022, it's, it's quality product, quality brand. You know, this is what's going to make you the money moving forward. Not, not some quick hack and you know, not like search find buy was some hack, right? It, yeah. It I was, know everybody it, wants yeah. hacks, but again, think like, oh, and you know what else I would do? And I'm like, I'm starting to brainstorm, but like, you know, approach some of these aggregators and say, you know, I have this idea about this really great product that I think it would be you know, something that may take off. Like, are you interested in participating in this with me? You know, there's so many aggregators out there. You'd never know who might be like, you know what? I believe in your idea. Here, I'll I'll help you with, with, with some funds, you know, for whatever. Maybe you agree to sell part of it to them later on or, or sell to them. Whatever the case may be, again, think outside the box. So it's not impossible to launch a Me Too product. It's not. I mean, if you can pick a product that, you know, it's a little bit more innovative, but if not, you know, start small and again, make sure you have money for these quality pictures because these things still remain very effective because the first thing that attracts somebody to your listing is that picture. Now, yes, they're going to go check your reviews and they're going to want to make sure that your product is actually what it says it is, but there are some things that are still unchanged. Like are the, do I see everything I need to see in this picture? Does this product explain exactly what it does? If it doesn't, maybe I need to hire a, like a listing opt optimization agency. And this is what I see a lot. People invest a lot in their product and they'll order, you know, whether it's from China or US or whatever, Mexico, they spend a lot of money and time on that. Once the product is on Amazon, they don't want to spend any more money. They're like, well, why would I, why would I do this? You know, we used to get this a lot with, uh, with Brandbell. Why would I want to, you know, spend money with your service? Because they think once they're on Amazon, because their product is good, it should automatically take off. And, you know, what would you do if you open a brick and mortar store? Would you not need money to invest in marketing, invest in your, your PPC campaigns, invest in organic, like ranking? You have to go through all these things. You cannot just all of a sudden make money. You know, they'll say, well, you know, if I'm spending this money, I'm, I'm, I'm losing money. Well, yes, we're all losing money when we're building something, but it's not really losing money. You are investing into the future of your brand. Like if you already come in with the idea that you're already losing money, then you're already lost. You're already done. Like you shouldn't be doing this because it will take you at least a year before you see any type of returns on your store guaranteed. So do you have the time and do you have the money? If you don't, then maybe quit. Or if not too, find out how you can get gain some of these, whether it's time, whether you need to work part-time now instead of full-time at your main job to keep some of the money. And if you don't have money, how can I get money? Are there loans that I can take? Are there aggregators that can back my idea up? Are there, There's just so many different ways to, to make it today, Ben. Like we live in an era where information is literally at our fingertips. You literally, all you need is an internet connection and a phone or a laptop and you can become a millionaire. I mean, just to tie this whole thing up, yes, you can become successful, whether it's Amazon, 
whether you're selling on Etsy, whether you're just launching NFTs right now, whatever it is, we have never lived in a better time than right now to make yourself a self-made millionaire. 100% I believe in that. But yet, with that comes with all this overwhelm of information because we have so much. And again, podcasts and courses and classes and it's like we have too much that it's overwhelming our system that we're like, we don't know what to do. Let me just not do anything. And I can speak about this because it happens to me. It happens to me all the time. Like I want to innovate. I want to do this and I want to do that and I want to create this. And then I'm like, I am so exhausted from thinking of all of this that I just want to go to sleep. But of course, you know, it's in my nature that next day I'm like, okay, okay, calm down, calm down. What is in your power? What is it that you can do today? Can you, can you take 20 minutes today to read this book you've been putting off? Or you're going to mindlessly scroll through Instagram, which I do a lot. But again, you see what I'm saying? It's like, it's a battle. We're not perfect. I'm not perfect. I mean, you're, you're perfect, Ben, but the rest of us, the rest of us, you know, tend to, you know, battle with ourselves and it's okay. We, you know, that's the world we live in, but just be aware going through those motions every day. Am I doing something that's going to improve myself? Is this something that's going to better myself tomorrow? You know, me being on Instagram all day today, one is going to make me feel depressed because I haven't accomplished anything today. Okay. Let's put yesterday to bed and what can I do today? So it's always a new day. It's always, you don't have to wait for Monday to start becoming your best self. Start getting educated today and, you know, and filter through what you listen through every day. You know, if you are listening to news that are making you upset and depressed every day, even though you want to stay informed, let's say, maybe take a few days off from that. You know, you'll still, the world is still going to be there. But just see what feels good for you in this moment. You know, and that goes for business. It goes for mindset, which I'm I'm, I'm big, big into mindset because I feel like that's really the secret to every person's success. Uh, because again, you know, information, we all have it. Resources, we all have it. We literally, if you're able to watch this and listen to us talk, you have the means to become exactly who you want to become. Because there's people who don't have electricity still. And those are not able to hear us today. So if you are able to hear us talk today, then you have exactly what it takes to become the next Amazon nine-figure seller. So good. I love it. It's, uh, it's like a shot in the arm of motivation, this coming from you. It's, uh, you can see why you've had some, some incredible <laughs> I, uh, success over the this years. This is what There's I so love, Ben, you know, because I... I, I know, you know, where I came from, you know, I came from Romania with a hundred dollars in my pocket and I know the steps that I had to go through and I know what I had to go through. And for me, even being able to talk about this today, it shows me that really anybody can do it. You know, everybody can do it. So if I am able to inspire at least one person today, listening to this, then, uh, it's made my day. Absolutely. I'm sure you've inspired a lot of people. And, uh, you know, I love how you represent the the female tribe as well. There's so much more needed in that space to Thank you. step up and speak out. And, and so you're doing a great job of that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, if uh, obviously you guys are, are rolling out a whole bunch of new stuff with Rank Bell, as you mentioned, where can people find out more about that as it comes out? Uh, just rankbell.com. And uh, we have the developers working on the back end. Uh, but there is a slot there where you can put your email. You can 
find me on Facebook. I'm pretty much all the time there. Isabella Hamilton. And uh, on Instagram, if you follow me, warning. Uh, because it's 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 a lot of personal stuff, and I tend to get into what people call conspiracies. So if you're if you're you know if you're weak and hard, to do not follow me and do not follow my stories. But that's Bella B E L A dot I Z A dot B E L A. But other than that, I'm super fun. So contact me anytime, and I, I would love to see all of you at the next events. I'm definitely going to be a prosper next year. Uh, ben, I hope you're going to be there too. Uh, but who knows many other events throughout the year. So if you ever, um, you know, see me at any events, come and say hi and be like, I heard you on Ben's show. So come say hello. Definitely. Definitely. No, for sure. Well, it's been great to connect. Looking forward to connecting more over the years to come. And I'm sure everyone that's listening will feel the same. So yeah, thank you so much for coming on. We really, really appreciate your time. Thank you, Ben. My pleasure. Well, there you go. What an episode that was. A great, passionate conversation with Isabella. So many thoughts thrown in there, which I feel like I need you know, time to unpack all of that and how to build out that customer journey, how to really uh, you know, go to the next level with serving our customers in the best way possible to build the highest quality brands possible. Remember, guys, at the end of the day, what's going to win is not short-term tactics, uh, you know, quick hacks. What's going to win this game of e-commerce is building good products that solve real problems for a group of people. If you can do that consistently over and over again, then you will win in the e-commerce space. Hopefully that came across in this episode. Definitely reach out to Isabella on the channels that she mentioned in the episode if you wanted to chat more with her and explore more of the services of Rank Bell. If you've liked this episode and like the show, please do give it a review on the podcast app you listen to or subscribe on YouTube so you get plenty more content coming through from us. Uh, we're going to have another great episode next week, so make sure you tune in for that, and I'll see you real soon.